Illini Nation. This is the Illini Cast, powered by the Big Banter Podcast Network. And Sonny, who is our great sponsor, of course? Uh, it's Riverland Brewery out in St. Charles. I'll do a little ad read for them in a minute. <laughs> Absolutely. And we are victorious 91-83, the Fighting Illini over the Wisconsin Badgers. And this was the Marcus Domask homecoming. He grew up about an hour out of Madison, Wisconsin. And he scored 31 points in his first game back in the state of Wisconsin. And Sonny, what are your initial impressions of this 91-83 victory? It just shows you how good this Illinois team can be. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about uh, their defense, and we definitely got a few comments on our last video about how we might be too down uh, on the team. And I don't mean it to sound that way. I just think I had to at least personally readjust where I thought the team was capable of going. But today was a really good example of just how tough it is to beat Illinois because yeah, you, you know, we, our defense has been lacking uh, a little bit lately, but you're going to have to score essentially on every single possession in order to keep up with us. Cause Wisconsin, they were playing well, but once we can speed up the game, once we play our type of offense, there's only one or two possessions where, you know, if you happen to miss, all of a sudden Illinois is on a 6-0, 8-0 run, and we've uh, blown it open a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun to watch. I'm really happy for Damask. Uh, his, they kept showing his family on TV. I'm very grateful for the Badgers for not offering him uh, coming out of college, uh, and uh, we get the benefits of it. Minnesota shot 70% from the three-point line. I would say this is improvement. Wisconsin shot six for 16. That's 37 and a half percent from beyond the three point line. So Illinois defensively did play better, even though the score was 91 to 83, 83 points is a lot in the big 10, but I still felt it was a better defensive effort in the second half and late first half uh, more than what we, what was shown against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And, you know, we got pretty lucky with Crowell making some really dumb mistakes on the defensive side uh, going after the ball when you probably should have been a little bit more careful with those three fouls. Uh, I think that that play was against Dave. Really go at it with Hepburn and uh, – oh, my – Am I on or no? My, yes. Okay, sorry. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I was having a little issues on my uh, screen. You really saw Shannon have fun going at Hepburn and AJ Store. AJ Store, you can tell, came out guns blazing. He he wanted this game. He wanted to, you know, really have the Illini regret. Uh, well, I don't know if you call it a mutual decision between the two when he was committed to the Illini at one point. But a uh, great overall team performance. Uh Austin, I don't know about your thoughts, but I think this might be – it could very well be our best win of the season because, like, yeah, Northwestern was a 30-point win at home, but there's only two teams that have beaten Wisconsin at the Kohl Center this year. Yeah, they've been reeling a little bit, but, again, this stat kind of jumped out at me. Number I mean, one is Purdue. Mm -hmm. Purdue. Purdue's the first team, and the second team, I believe, was Tennessee. Those are the that's it. Everyone else they've been able to take care of at home. This is a tough place to play, and you know having a almost double digit victory uh, in Madison. I, I'm very impressed with our boys today. 
I mean, Illinois is on a four-game win streak in the Kohl Center. At the very end stat that Big Ten Network showed, that is the longest streak of any Big Ten team all time. Wisconsin, that's not a place they lose at too often, and Illinois has gone on there to win four times in a row. That is really, really impressive and great mental aptitude by this Illinois team when they were down at the early onset and they did not they did not let that get to them. And I think that was very important um, for this Illini team to show that mental uh, fortitude after what happened against Penn State. So the fact that they were able to keep the lead uh, most of the second half, there were some ties in there. But for the most part, Illinois was able to keep the control of that second half where it wasn't like, oh, no, here's that Wisconsin run. There was a little mini run, but you're not going to stop every team every single play in this Big Ten. They allowed a mini streak, but then they took control right away again. And that's from the likes of Marcus Damask and um, and a guy by the name of Justin Harmon. I thought he had an incredible game as well. And the way he was able to drive the floor, find his lanes, uh, Wisconsin didn't have many answers on how to stop him. And he ended up with 10 points uh, on three for five shooting. Harmon did great. You know, we gave Nico some... Uh time on the court today but he just wasn't feeling it which is okay you know I, I like that Brad continues to go to him uh you can kind of feel out the process to see if this is going to be one of those games where you know he can give us a lift today just didn't really wasn't really one of those uh games but I mean Hawkins didn't have a great game himself it was just Shannon and Domas carrying this team and when those two are playing the way they are like together collectively Illinois is just going to be very, very tough to beat because obviously, you know, in transition, Terrence gets the ball, he puts his head down, and he goes straight to the rim. Almost an impossible one-man uh, fast break. Uh, the announcers were talking about that throughout the game. Like, there's nothing you, a defense can do. But should we not be able to uh, fast break, then we have the ultimate booty ball guy in Domask who just keeps making right choice after right choice and, you know, again, when they play this way, they're just a really hard team to beat. Uh, only one turnover the entire game for Damask. You know, for a guy who handled the ball as much as he did today, he's just an incredible player. I mean, Wisconsin, they rebound the ball rather well. That's their uh, calling card. And um, Marcus Damask out-rebounded the entire uh, Wisconsin Badgers team. He had eight rebounds. Nobody came close to him other than Wall with seven. Um, that was an incredible feat by Marcus Damask just in the half-court game and um, and defensively on cleaning up those missed shots. But my goodness, the uh, way that those two were able to just do whatever they wanted, that's the kind of two-man game that can win you a national title or can bring you to a Final Four. Um, we've seen it with uh, Kemba Walker and Ryan Boatwright um, at, with UConn. Um, Kentucky has had some of those guys. Villanova has had some of those guys with Archie Diacono and Jalen Brunson. And um, I, I just feel like these two guys are such a matchup nightmare um, for defenses. And that's what kind of uh, gives me that five and a half uh, on 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 our on concern level, um, dropping a little bit to like three and a half where you can feel like, oh, there could be some runs happen just because of those two guys. Mm -hmm. 
All right, before we go into our uh, player of the game, which I don't think there's going to be too much of a debate over, let me go ahead and read. Hey, beer lovers, Riverlands Brewing Company, your favorite Chicagoland craft beer friends, are throwing a big party for their five-year anniversary, and they hope you can join them. On Saturday, March 23rd, they're releasing the much-anticipated barrel-aged anniversary stout, Riverlands 5, and their anniversary triple IPA. For those who can't make the party, you can find Riverlands Beer in the Chicagoland area craft beer stores. See riverlandsbrewing.com for details. Or for those out of state, you can find limited selections of our beer at tavour.com. That's T-A-V-O-U-R.com. Riverlands Brewing Company. Brewer by friends for friends. Now, Austin, like it, it's, it's, there's not much of a debate, right, about who the player of the game is today? Oh, for sure. It's Mark Samask. I mean, he yeah. he had a better game today than he had against uh, Florida Atlantic in Madison Square Garden. And to do that in front of his home state and to do that in front of a team that is in the top four or five of the Big Ten Conference and to do this in this time period where he kind of needed a little bit of a spark. I know they won the Minnesota game, but it wasn't the most convincing win for him to do this against Wisconsin today was just unbelievable and it sets you up for the final stretch run of the season where scouting reports become a little bit more complicated for uh, opposing coaches so this was the perfect time for the Marcus Samas game and um and he crushed it today absolutely yeah there, there's really no doubt um I can't think of like what he missed a free throw I mean I he guess was, that's one negative thing he was um, three for four from the from the free throw line yeah I mean, he had Tyler Wall frustrated at the end of the game. Like, Tyler was doing his best defensively. You know, you get a guy smaller than you. He him. Right. And a, <laughs> a smaller guy posting you up, and yet Domask would always just find his way around his arms and just get the basket or do a little fadeaway, and it would go in. And you could literally see Tyler Wall just kind of look up at the sky, like, what am I supposed to be doing here? So I'm really happy for him. You know, he's had this game circled all season long. He, I think they talked about him having like 16 or 17 tickets uh, that he gave out. And then who knows how many other people, you know, came to watch him and just have a, to have a performance like that. He's been one of the best stories in college basketball this year. And for him to be able to kind of have a showing like that, you know, the Damascus party is going to have a party tonight. I know Chicago is a large city and you're never going to get every single player from the city of Chicago. There's going to be leftovers of guys that you did not want. But how many times have we heard the story of, oh, Chicago boy coming uh, back to Champaign and making his mark, making Illinois regret the decision, even though it might not have been Illinois' decision that that player did not suit up in the orange and blue. How nice is it that we are that team that has a guy that had the homecoming game and that the other coach and the other team has to answer questions about like, Oh, what happened with Marcus Damask? Like I can't wait for Monday morning in Madison, Wisconsin radio and, and listen to the conversations like, well, why didn't Greg guard go harder for Marcus Damask? I mean, this is so nice to be on the opposite end. It's so refreshing to, to feel. Yeah. Uh, Michael, thank you for chiming in. He says, without looking at the efficiency numbers, it is. it seemed like the defense came tonight. This is a marquee win. Uh, I completely agree. Again, I know Wisconsin struggled and they had a horrendous 
February, but at home, they're still a tough team. And, you know, it was back and forth for a while, you know, and they, especially when we went in our uh, patented uh, scoring slump where I think we went three, four minutes without a field goal in that second half, Wisconsin was able to catch up to us and take the lead. But once we just got it going again, you know, it, it, it's just hard. You know, it, it, I don't know how else to say it, but it, our best defense right now is just how amazing our offense is because they're relentless and they, they force you to score on every basket because if you don't, we are. And we don't know if we're going to, you know, get an and one. We might, Shannon might hit a three or Damask might just have the ball for 25 seconds and get near the hoop and just kind of do a sweet little fadeaway and it go in. It's just, I don't envy other coaches trying to cook up a defensive scheme against this team. Yeah, Wisconsin shot 50% from the field. Minnesota shot 60%. So there are so there are indications that this was better. Um, Minnesota was 36 for 60. Wisconsin was 30 for 60. So same amount of uh, shots up, and Illinois did show improvement. As marginal as it was, it was improvement. And that that difference of five or six field goals was the difference in Illinois winning this game versus possibly losing by the three and a half that Vegas uh, did say that uh, Wisconsin was going to win by. So uh, kudos to the Illini for coming in as the quote unquote Vegas underdogs and uh, making a stand defensively in this game. Getting uh, road wins uh, in the Big Ten, obviously a huge grind. Uh, I wasn't very optimistic about this game, but I, f- I feel great. Um, you know, I'm excited about the game that we have uh, against Purdue coming up, especially with, you know, having Shannon uh, actually be able to play this time around. I just want to – I can't find the tweet now, which just cracked me up uh, earlier. It's uh, – I think it was one of the sleepers guys said that Marcus Damask just had one of the most Wisconsin-y, Wisconsin guy games. Uh, and that's exactly right. You know, like we're used to a guy who looks like Marcus Damask in a Badgers uniform – performed the way he just did. So it's really nice to have the guy uh, on our team uh, this time. I mean, I know per, I know Michigan State is not really that all that great right now, but if Michigan State were to pull out the road victory against Purdue, we're playing for a share of the Big Ten title um, on Tuesday against the Boilermakers. I mean, there's still so much to play for this season. And I think, I think the world is in front of this Illinois team still, even with the defensive issues. Um, It's just fascinating to see a team light it up. Like they did like that first time out, whenever Wisconsin was up by like five to eight points, I forgot what it was. I was like, Oh no, the offense didn't travel here. But yet at the end of the day, wake up 91 points. (laughs) It's, it's just unreal. How quickly, They can pour it on and when they pour it on. And again, it's 91 points, but you're talking about like three, four minutes in the first half and three, four minutes in the second half of zero field goals. Yeah. Like how they're able to produce that really in 34, 35 minutes of game time. It's just, you know, it's it's really fun to watch. We have another comment from Eric Goldstein. Eric, thank you uh, for tuning in today. Hey, guys, great win. Uh, love beating the Badgers after they hurt they put on us for years. Go Illini. 
Yeah, I mean, now we're obviously on a little stretch where we've beat them in a, a few times in a row, but Wisconsin used to be one of the teams that we just couldn't beat. We just couldn't get over the hump uh, against them. Michael chimes in one more time. Hopefully after winning this game, the guys can come out loose and beat Purdue too. And that's that's the goal. That's, uh, you know, it's just come out it loose. It's champagne. That helps it's out a lot. It's champagne and it's on senior night. You know, so you know that the, the boys should be a little jacked up. The crowd's going to be feeling good. Uh, I was going to say there's going to be a lot of media there, but uh, the game is actually going to be on Peacock. So <laughs> a great move uh, by the Big Ten on uh, on that end. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game, and I'm curious to see what the line is going to be uh, when that comes out. Yeah, I'm fascinated to see what that is. I, I think it's going to be Purdue by four and a half. Um, if I were to guess, um, I feel like they're just going to give Zach Eady some some love, essentially, and that's where the four and a half is going to come from. Um, but I think it's going to be a one possession game coming down to the wire. And I, I feel like um, it's going to be Terrence Shannon versus uh, Zach Eady. And if the rest are going to call a foul or not. I'm trying to think that if there's any number that they can put on that game where I won't bet the over on because you're you're talking about two of the top three most offensive uh efficient teams in the country going at it i i'm not sure eric says uh i can't see the game it's on peacock radio night yeah i'm not sure that was the wisest but why well, yeah i guess Just it is a wise peacock, bit eric <laughs> you get a free month probably if you haven't used it up or just use another email address or something there are ways that you can manipulate these streamers uh, for the better. Um, so just find a way to figure out Peacock and uh, you can watch the game. So you don't have to listen to it by the fireside uh, like the radio in the 1940s. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that game. Um, Austin, anything else for, for now? Um, just how great this offense showed up in the second half was awesome. Marcus Damask was great. Terrence Shannon, one of the guys that we hardly ever talk about, um, that we hardly, hardly talked about today, pardon me, talk about him often, um, but scored 23 points, just incredible. Um, and yeah, just great stuff by this Alana offense, great stuff by Brad Underwood toward the end. Um, they made the stops whenever they needed to, and that's the most important factor right now as we get closer to uh, Selection Sunday. So uh, couldn't be happier. And, uh, yeah, watched this game at the 618 Tap House in Marion. So that was a fun experience uh, with some fellow Illini fans in Southern Illinois. So, um, but, yeah, just couldn't be more excited about uh, where this program's at. I, I kind of needed to see it multiple times on the road, and they, and they showcased it. Yeah, and I just want to be clear about that, again, because we've had a couple comments saying, you know, <laughs> It actually made me chuckle. Like uh, watching this was like watching a funeral. Uh, I think I don't know if you saw that one. This was after the Minnesota post game. Um, you know, it's it's not that I'm not optimistic about the uh, Alina. I'm having a lot of fun watching this team, and especially on the offensive end, it's just masterful work. Like I feel bad, but like I was texting back and forth with a couple of uh, Wisconsin guys. Like even they're just like you know, it's relentless. It's tough to be. You have to be on point every single possession. So it's, you know, it's tough for them. But the defense is frustrating, you know. And today I think we had a better defensive game than we've 
had a, a couple of games. I, as you mentioned, Minnesota played lights out, and uh, they made some tough shots that game. So it's I don't, Michael did chime in. I would love to see one hundred seven to one hundred one Illini win. I mean, I think it's going. I think that's actually. You know what? I don't think you're going to be too far off. Over I'm under take two. Some muscle relaxers before then, if that's a one hundred seven to one hundred one game. Uh, I don't know if my poor heart could handle uh, something along those lines uh, with that defensive effort. Uh, coming up, Brad says, "Does this team just decide to stop playing defense when they're up seven? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm never. This is just one of those teams. Again, don't call me out on it. This is just one of those teams where I don't know what number we need to be up by with two minutes left. Where I feel comfortable. Uh, I've been a little. I've been burned a little too many times at this point, but." I think today we did a good job at the end. You know, I think I made a tweet with two minutes left. We were up 10. Uh, we did whatever we needed to do. We took care of business. We hit our free throws. You know, I can't complain uh, too much. Brad also follows that up with, uh, seems like all teams play lights out against the Illini. Uh, I agree with you, Brad, but it just that might just be a homer take. <laughs> but I agree with you. Like, in particular, uh, with uh, in that Minnesota like they were just nailing shot after shot, and you know, again, obviously they were they had a historic offensive game, and it's just unfortunate for them they went up against a team that was one on one better. As a an analogy, it's like the 2016 Cubs until they got a roll to Chapman, where there was some moments in there where you were like, "All right, the Cubs are up three runs," but uh, something happens, and it's like, boom. Um, the Cubs are tied again. So the Cubs, the Illini part of me, just need that closers mentality right now. And um, I, I think that uh, I think that should be able to come in March when um, when veterans are the key to battle. And I think Mark Samask and Terrence Shannon are going to be ultra crucial in that, especially in March. Caitlin, thank you for watching and chiming in. She says, I feel the same. I'm on edge until there's 45 seconds left. And Eric says something very similar. I was worried until it was under one minute left. I mean, Penn State, though, that was yeah, a minute left. Like, so, I, I need to 20 see, seconds, uh, Caitlin and Eric. Uh, no, I need to see the double confident. zeros at this point. I need to see the double zeros, and then I'll uh, be able to breathe <laughs> A little bit, but uh, you know, again, it's four wins in a row now at the Cole Center. We've locked in that double buy, you know, huge for us because I, I really just want this team to be as well rested as possible coming into that Big uh, Big Ten tournament. Huge game coming up against Purdue. Um, you know, that should be a fun battle uh, back and forth. Obviously, uh, you may want to stay off Twitter for that game because there's. <laughs> Just nothing but toxicity when uh, those two fan bases are going at it. But, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to the game. Uh, Austin and I, we're going to try to make it there. But uh, if not, you know, we will have a – we'll probably do a game preview at some point. I'll try to knock one out, uh, maybe get one of the Purdue guys on. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, anything else, Austin? Not that I can think of. Just uh... – Go Illini. Glad they won. And uh, thank you, Big Banter. And who else are we thanking, Sonny? Riverlands Brewing Company in St. Charles. You know, I think I'm headed over there right now because uh, that game, I think it's, you know, nice to little pour one out for uh, 
Pour one out for defense constantly. For defense, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sunny. Uh, All right. Thank thank you you. all for watching. Uh, Please, if you don't mind, hit that subscribe button. Uh, We'll be showing up on your feed, your algorithm more, uh, and you'll be able to share this with Illini fans. We will see you guys all probably in a day or two, and uh, we'll record a little preview, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, guys.